What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Override Podcast, a video game podcast hosted by me, Gage Edwards, and joined by this week, live from New York, is the best, worst gamer in all the video games. His name is Nine. How's it going, everybody? How? You know, when you did that intro, it kind of sounded like you were doing uh, Letterman style stuff. Well, I did the live from New York. York. That's uh, Saturday Night Live. I wanted to do that. Um, Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And outside of the script, uh, that's all I thought about for today's show. Oh. (laughs) Just like when I I introduce nine, I have to say live from New York because it's true. Because you're not joining us today. Well, I guess you are, but I am just not in person. Yeah. First, uh, I don't have we done a podcast like this remotely before? Oh, this is a first for us. Yeah. If you hear noise in the background, that's my cat. She's deciding, like, oh, tonight, right now is when I want to destroy things. So. Oh yeah. If you hear noise in my background, it's probably the air conditioner because it's like four feet from my bed. <laughs> that's how all hotel rooms are, right? They just put them right yeah, there right? and like they freeze one person to death in their sleep, and the person on the other yeah. side of the bed is like, man, it's hot. <laughs> I'm I'm like a volcano over here. Yeah. Everything kind of sucks. Yeah. All right, um, today's show, uh, well, I guess I should do the whole rigmarole first. Uh, if you listen to this show live, thank you f- for being here. Uh, I'm watching chat. Nine is not tonight, but I'll answer anything that goes through chat, no problem. Um, we are on twitch.tv slash birdcage underscore gaming and facebook.com slash birdcagegaming. You can chat chat with us live, like I said, um, ask us questions, comments, um, concerns about topics going on, and really be a part of the show that way. If you're not into that, that's okay. Uh, you can uh, find the show later on Spotify, Google Play, um uh what's the other one itunes uh and then another yeah, big podcast service soon that i don't know if the email i got said it was confidential but i won't so i won't spoil spill the beans here but uh i think i know what you're talking about because i think i heard about it all on the radio on the way up here yeah it's the email says don't talk about this the faq says says don't talk about this but i feel like everybody already knows so i'm not gonna do it just because it's recorded but off air maybe um and other podcasting services, just search Overwrite Podcast or Overwrite Video Game Podcast, and you will find us. So you can listen to all the goodness of the show. Um, Nine, do you want to take a guess? And I'm sure you won't be able to because we've done so many of these. We have our most popular video and what that might be. Like, just like on Twitch or Facebook? Um, I saw these stats on Spotify. Oh. Our most popular video based on Spotify. Or our most popular podcast episode. Okay. Podcast episode. And I imagine it translates to other podcast services because of the nature we talk of our Is it a recent one? No. <laughs> it's an older one. It's one of our very first episodes. Really? Yeah. Big time. But I got no clue. It, um, we One episode is titled Fortnite Porn. <laughs> I remember that. And that, I remember uh, that. Yeah, that is our. I think that's the episode that uh, has done the best for us. That has a ton of views, and I wonder why. Well, that's good. Um, because of good titling. A good titling. Yeah, it's got a good SEO, <laughs> uh, and people are looking for Fortnite porn on our episode, which, unfortunate for them, it's a audio show where two white dudes talk about Fortnite porn for a little bit. Yeah. Porn that wasn't even like the main focus of that podcast either. No, it was statistics and video games and Pornhub, I believe. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else? Do I need to plug anything else? No, I think we're good. Um. If anyone's here early in the show, I also be streaming afterwards. I think I'm gonna play Fall Guys right after we do the podcast. Um. 
and try and get some more crowns, see what's in the shop and everything today. Uh, but today's show, we are talking about the Suicide Squad game uh, that's being done by Rocksteady. We're going to talk a bunch about that and then the Batman game that's coming from WB Montreal, um, which is just basically all about confirmed. We're just waiting for them to be like, yeah, here it is. Other than I that, we're God, talk- if it's not quarter owls, I'm going to be mad. I mean, it's quarter owls at this point, right? There's, there's, we'll get there in a second. Um, it has to be. Other DC gaming news and speculations. We're going to be talking about a potential Injustice 3. Um, and then mm-hmm. we're going to jump into the Black Ops Cold War teases and what those teases mean for video games and how annoying they can be. And then lastly, we're going to talk about the, I, the, the dead horse that is E3, and we just can't get away from it. Um, and it is always Not with this us year. this year. Um, before we jump into all that, nine. Anything you want to bring to the table? Any uh, games been playing? Uh, games I've been playing. Sure. Uh, I I I finished The Last of Us. We know how I feel about that. Some people do. If they were here, oh, wait, last we year. haven't talked. We haven't. Did we, we did we ever actually talk about that last week? A little I bit. We remember. got into it a tiny, tiny bit um, about feelings towards that game. Okay, I don't. I couldn't remember if we actually discussed it or not. Yeah, I have strong feelings about that game, and they're not good feelings. Hmm. I'm not <laughs> to surprised. Put it lightly. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Okay. okay. Um, but I, I've, I've played some more Minecraft Dungeons. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, I haven't started the DLC that came out for it yet, and then I updated the control. So that when the DLC launches later this month, I can play that. Mm-hmm. But my next my next foray into a full fledged game will be Ghosts. Ghosts of Tsushima. Tsushima. Hell yeah! Tsushima. A game I just platinum. Finally. Oh yeah. Got the platinum in there. Very excited. Yeah. Um, before we get to the topics, nine, I'll tell you, I have jumped back into a video game. Oh yeah. And I'm playing it mostly as a podcast game and i also watch movies while i play it mm-hmm. um i am playing again death stranding <laughs> <laughs> walking simulator yeah i mean this thing it's it's so different than the games i've been playing so far this year uh i, been, I feel like i've been playing a yeah. lot of high action games and then when you get into death stranding it's very much walking on eggshells Walk where it's like i'm trying to avoid everything in this world just so i don't fall over yeah, and it's very different than anything else I've been now, touching so far. Now I gotta ask: Do yeah. you have a giant stack of deliveries on your backpack? I can if I'm if I so choose. But you're not doing that right now. No, I'm still pretty early in the um, game. I'm only on like Act Three of fourteen. Because I literally watched a video where a guy was trying to get as many as he could and carry them for as long as he could. Yeah, before he had to deliver anything. I think and I was like. You have way too much time on your hands. <laughs> I, I mean, I think later to waste game, your time doing this. When I get to a point where I can carry a ton of stuff, maybe I'll do something like that. But right now, you know, I'm just uh, trying to do the missions, trying to get through it, see what the what the whole thing's about. And it's a uh, it's a it's a good podcast game. And I need something that's yeah. not Fall Guys um, and not Madden to break up the time. Yeah, so it's working. Of course. Well, good. I'm glad you're going back to it. Yeah. But with all that said, let's get into some topics. All right. So everybody at home, what's the, the first topic you're going to see here is, uh, or at least on this on this side of the stream there, is we're talking about the suicide game from Rocksteady. The game that's now suicide official. Squad. What's that? 
You said suicide game. It's suicide squad game. Yeah, a suicide a suicide game would be terrible. But yeah. a suicide squad it, game. Well, it would be popular with robots. I I, I guess. What is, is that a reference? I don't get. Bender, come on. Oh now. sure, yeah. I'm not a big Futurama guy. You know that. I'm a big Futurama guy. Yeah. But a Suicide Squad game from Rocksteady is now official. It's being teased, um, or at least we're going to see the game again on August 22nd. Now, have you seen yeah, the poster the DC that, they, fandom event. That, they, that they put out? The poster? Yeah. Or key art, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I guess. Um, at, first, at first, I was like everybody else. It looked like Superman. But upon further inspection, I'm more convinced that it's Bizarro. See, everybody keeps saying that. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to disagree right away because I don't want to be just like defending a point that's going to be proven incorrectly in, you know, 12 days or whatever. But, you know, if like for anyone who's the uninitiated, the uninitiated, the poster is Superman looking away from the camera, basically. And there's a X on his head that spells out Suicide Squad, like a target. Um, And rumored to be the um, other title for this game is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Which sounds awesome to me. That sounds like a really ambitious uh, I mean, project. That's kind of what they go for, right? Right. Or at least they exist to stop superheroes if they get too strong. Now, right. again, the poster... Now, I have a... Go ahead. I have it pulled up on my phone right now. Okay. I'm looking at it too. And it's very purple in color, right? Yeah. What's up, nerd? And if you zoom in on what is supposedly soup's face and you look on his cheek it's very zombie deteriorated looking which is why i'm more leaning towards with the purple tint to everything and the 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 broken up skin on his face i'm leaning more towards bizarro okay okay that's my reasoning behind now i I get it and i I get that's why everybody has been like oh it's bizarro it's bizarro bizarro i think I think more than anything, maybe the purple tint is more of a red herring, and that just might be a color scheme for the game. Um, I don't think that's going to... And I, I get Bizarro naturally. No, not naturally, but historically purple, right? I, I, I still think this is Superman, and I think this goes back to kind of what I was trying to pitch as a, super, as a Suicide Squad game to where either... The Suicide Squad has some kind of tool to take over the superheroes or to manipulate the superheroes. And it kind of looks like in this situation, Superman's been poisoned and is being manipulated to help the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Kind of like like Brainiac took him over or something? Something like that. Maybe something more that Amanda Waller had developed with, you know, with the Suicide Squad. Um because like if you got if you got to think about it, Suicide Squad can probably do a good job killing just about every member of the Justice League except for Superman. Well, nobody's. I mean, Doomsday is the only one to successfully do it. So pretty much, and even then, Superman was wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Superman wasn't actually dead. Right. So now I think now I think this is giving us our idea that like, well, how do how do we take the Suicide Squad, who's mostly made up of of villains who aren't that super killing actual superheroes. And I think it boils down to one, we either need to possess or control Superman somehow so he can fight on our side or two, we have yeah. this new technology that can take these superheroes and 
and make them I, do what we want. Yeah, and and maybe like saying kill the Justice League isn't uh, it doesn't effectively mean kill. Maybe it means destroy their image. Um, or make, break up the Justice League. Break up the Justice League, make the whole world resent the Justice League and not want to be a part of them anymore or have yeah. them around, right? So that can be effectively right. the same thing. Superman goes back to a different planet, um, leaves us alone, basically. Goes into space, goes into hiding, or lives in his igloo, or whatever the fuck he wants to do. Um, <laughs> Listen, I love that you call the Fortress of Solitude an igloo. It's a big old igloo, That's right? Fantastic. It's got monsters. It's a big igloo. old igloo. Yeah. It's an ice house. With some shiny crystals inside. So that that's my thinking. Um, but what are your thoughts on a Suicide Squad game now that it's official and now that it's Rocksteady's? I mean, I'm not a big Suicide Squad fan in the first place. Mm-hmm. So to me, this doesn't really, until I can see it and see what kind of gameplay and stuff we're talking about, I'm not real thrilled at the moment. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Suicide Squad. Yay. Right. Uh. If it's Bizarro, I would be a little bit more excited because I like Bizarro more than Superman. Okay, interesting. I've always I don't know why I've always liked Bizarro because I, I probably just because he's an idiot. Okay, sure. What a fun and game that would be. He's generally he's generally comedic in in value. You know what I mean? Okay. Like he's that comic relief that is the polar complete opposite of. Superman, it so it, it just to me it makes sense that they would go up against him, but okay. I could be wrong. I'm gonna say you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, but to to me, Bizarro. Seems either like, way, go ahead. Either way, it's gonna be a, a difficult task, right? Because they're both stupid strong. They're both well, actually, Bizarro is really weak, right? That I'm not. I'm not a Bizarro person. I I, I know he's got. Like ice vision and heat breath or something. He he's generally the polar opposite of uh, Superman. Super, so yeah. if he's super strong, Bizarro is supposed to be super weak. But I think that's the one caveat the same. That they're both strong. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent certain. And then you know what? There's no way to look it up. There's no way to look it up. There's no way to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna read uh, some tweets from Jason Schreier, and I don't want these to be like official news points of our show at least, but I know other people are pulling these and making articles out of them, but I'm going to read some uh, stuff that he's got um, that came out regarding this announcement. Um, he tweets, uh, some added context for today's announcement. WB Montreal, it was working on a Suicide Squad game until it was canceled in late 2016. At some point, end of 2016-2017, Rocksteady started theirs. This game will be teased at DC Fandom, but I wouldn't expect it for a while. So hmm. this gives me the idea that this is not going to, this is going to be like a 2022 game, maybe 2021 if we're lucky. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect to have seen it anytime early in 2021. Like if I, if we were going to see it 2021, it'd be like holiday release. That's what I was thinking too. Like November, like November, December, mm-hmm. maybe quarter one of 2022 at the earliest. Right. I think this is more like your fall blockbuster for, 2022 yeah and i feel like and i i've been wrong about this before but i'm gonna say it again most of the batman games come out in that fall Mm -hmm. blockbuster time slot but i remember arkham knight specifically was a june game yep so i don't and that was delayed a few times but i don't know if that well it was supposed to be an october game and then it was supposed to be march and then it got delayed to june yeah because it came out while we were at e3 and i was like i just want to go home and play it i don't 
I don't want to be at E3 anymore. Just let me play it. Um, Another thing here, somebody asked Jason if this means that WB is working on that, quote, Court of Owls Batman game. And Jason says, yeah, they were doing a Damian Wayne Batman game, but that was canceled, rebooted as well. WB WB Montreal's new Batman game should also be at DC Fandom. And then someone else asked if Warner Brothers Montreal is still doing a Batman game, and he just says yes. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious they're still doing it, but... Right. They keep doing Twitter teases and circle well, jerking all their fans. they've kind of done, like, one or two Twitter teases and then kind of pulled off, right? <laughs> yeah, but the one with all the images, that's a hell of a tease. Right. I get you know, it. it's not like, oh, we're working on this, and here's a bunch, here's one little tiny image. No, here's 15 different images, piece them all together. Yeah, it seemed like a puzzle, and then like people were trying to put it together, and nothing really came of it. And, nothing came out and of it. And they didn't yeah. offer up any kind of help either, so maybe we're not good detectives. No. Or maybe they're looking for a real-life Batman and figured out, well, he doesn't exist. So you or, get, you or and this is just my thought, they forgot that they were doing it and pushed it off to the wayside, and it never got finished. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we should follow up on those pictures we were talking about a while ago. Yeah. All right. Um, so we talked about the Suicide Squad game and um, mm-hmm. the game. You, if you're not in on Suicide Squad, I mean, you're not a Suicide Squad fan. Does it right. matter that it's a Rocksteady game? Would you still play it just because Rocksteady has produced pretty stellar superhero games so far? So I still plan to play it for that simple fact. Because it's Rocksteady? Batman is just phenomenal in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine that this game would be at least as good as Batman Arkham Asylum. I mean, Arkham Asylum, people regard as one of the better, if not the best one. I don't think so. Oh, no, I think City's the best one. I think City is the best one as well. Yeah. But that's just, that's that's a personal opinion. Anyway. How dare you have um, one of those? How dare me? Mm-hmm. How dare you? Have an, have an opinion? Mm-hmm. Have an opinion? Jeez, what world do I live in? How dare you? Right. Oh, there's a share. Yep. That was a, that was a nice like from Facebook. Thank you. <clears throat> well, thank you. I can't see who you are, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Rocksteady's had a pretty good track record for the past few games that mm-hmm. they have produced, albeit they were all Batman. But you know, if they can, if they can do for Suicide Squad anything better than what Square Enix is currently doing for the Avengers. I'm on board. I think that's what's going to be at, and I don't say I can't. I don't want to fully say this without actually seeing any of these Batman games, whether it's the Suicide Squad or the WB one. But I think Square Enix is already behind somehow because of the reaction this uh, Avengers game is getting. Because I, I mean, again, oh, yeah. I've played it. The beta is happening on weekends right now. Um, the open yep. beta for PS4 is coming up this weekend, and I've seen a lot of comments online about it. How it is just messy and clunky and gross oh bad okay it's so so bad nothing's changed um i have seen other people say that they're having fun with it um and putting a bunch of time into it and that's going to happen with any game obviously but well i mean that's good those are your diehards right sure the people that absolutely love these heroes Mm -hmm. they're going to put the time in whether the game is complete trash or not they're still going to have fun because they get to run around as their heroes Right. right we talked about this already like and, and we talked about like Spider Man. Is this going to hurt Miles Morales this fall? Because if this game's got terrible Spider Man controls, no, it's probably not because Spider Man fans are still going to play Miles Morales. Yeah, still going to play Miles Morales. 
Um, I'm, I'm getting it. I mean, I'm going to get it. Or what, the Miles Morales game or the Avengers game? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not getting Avengers now. I'm not getting that train wreck. <laughs> I'm I'm going to get it. I'm just not excited to do it. Like, <laughs> And we're coming up close on it. It's, it's like Listen September to the words 4th. that you just said. I'm going to get this, but I'm going to hate myself for doing it. I, I've, listen, I want to be in the conversation. I want to be able to have you know these... You know these kinds of talks about this game, and really be able to spin a concrete opinion on it. But I'm just, from what I've played of it, what I've seen of it, what I've talked to other people about it, I am just totally Not on board. It doesn't really have any heroes in it that I'm super interested in either. But whatever. Um, yeah. so let's talk about a little bit more Batman stuff. the The WWE game we know is coming. We just don't know when. We expect that we expect to see that game on the 22nd also. Now, we yeah. don't know if that's going to be before or that game is going to release before the Suicide Squad game or with it at around the same year or anything. I would imagine this one's going to come first to not try and destroy, um, you know, feed on each other between the two games um, Yeah, to hemorrhage sales from each other. The Batman game coming. What do you what do we expect from this? What are you what are you trying to get out of this game? Well. Again, I really don't know because I didn't play um, Origins, so I okay. don't know what happened with that. I just know that it wasn't as well received as the other Batman games. Right. So a lot of fans of the Arkham series and the and I guess the groups that I talk in, um, they love Origins for its story, which it does have a pretty good story and it does reference a lot of characters in really fun ways. The problem is the game is not technically as good as the other games where things are pretty buggy for the game. Because I, I remember in my playthrough gotcha. I, fl- I was able to fly through buildings and then not able to get out of them anymore and would fall through the world a lot. Oh, that, that that's that's a great way to play a yep. game. It's the only Arkham game <laughs> in the series I haven't 100%ed. Um, oh, if that tells you anything. For shame. Yeah, I mean, it's my least favorite one. And the bugs, because that game was abandoned pretty quickly, um... That those bugs never got fixed, so they still exist in the game. So it's yeah hard for me to want to go back and do it all over again. But I might do it. Um, I might see this new one and get hyped up and do it. But that's fair. Uh, but it, now, do we know? Is it the same exact team from Origins that's working on whatever this one is? I mean, I'm sure there's it... some turnover there, and I think Warner Brothers Games is going through some layoffs right now, but it's hard. I don't know exactly if it's the same crew, but I think it's pretty much like a lot of the top-level people I think it. are the same. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see, based on what you've just told me, I would like to see it be a more polished game this time. I'm hoping so. But this is the, you know? I guess, second game that they've worked on since that game that is in this Arkham universe because they've had the Damian Wayne game be canceled and now they're onto this. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what that reconfiguration looked like internally. So uh, between both. So let me ask you this then. Okay. What, what direction do you want to see them go in terms of story? Do you want to see court of owls or do you want to see something different? I think court of owls would be cool. I really like the idea of the court of owls and talent and all that. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a, I, of course, I'm a big I'm a big Joker fan. I'd like to see more Joker, but I wouldn't be upset if there was no Joker in this game. Um, I mean, we're kind of burnt out on Joker. Based on the previous games, we're we're pretty much done with Joker. I mean, I guess unless they do like a prequel type thing, like a um, 
I guess that I guess that's what Origins was, wasn't it? Origins was yeah, the prequel to um, Asylum, early Batman. But this one is kind of going to be a reboot for the series for the Arkham series because I don't even know if Suicide Squad falls in line with the Arkham universe. And it might. That's true. We have but, no information on that. Um, but I, I, I think I remember the the talk being that this is going to be a soft reboot for the Arkham series, um, and I'm not sure what's going to be called. So it could be a whole new universe. It could be. Um, yeah, with a whole new aesthetic and everything. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's going to still have that similar look to the origin or the Arkham games just based on like branding and um, fan recognition. Like they know that, like, Oh, that's, those are the Batman games I like to play. And that gets people in automatically right. without having right. to try them, sell them some weird thing. But would it be awesome if the game looked like the animated series? You fucking right. It would. If the sky's red the whole oh, time dude. and it was skinned over would, completely. You know what? You just said the animated series. And I'm thinking I would kill for a Batman beyond game. Yeah, that'd be fine. Like take it, take it, and instead of having like Albert, you've got Bruce Wayne training. Uh, oh, what's his name? You say Albert, the kid that replaces. Instead of Albert, you have, or uh, sorry, Albert. Jesus Christ! <laughs> instead of Alfred, sorry. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Albert? <laughs> what Batman character is Albert? Ah, <laughs> oh, you know Batman's best friend, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> they live together and have oh fun. Oh my god, that's how long my day's been, man. Instead of Alfred, you've got you know Bruce Wayne teaching what was his name? Is Terry it Alex? McGinnis? Yeah, Terry teaching him everything he needs to do to become the Batman, sure. and you know basically run it in line with the series. Maybe have it like two years after he's already taken over, or yeah. something to that nature. That'd be cool. I'd like to see uh, like old man Bruce Wayne teach up um terry i'd even like it if they could somehow combine like the dark knight returns storyline to that too where batman's like all right i guess i gotta come out of fucking retirement and do this shit beat up joker again that that storyline can be overlooked as far as i'm concerned you don't like that i'm just teasing you okay i was about to freak out (laughs) no that if they did that version of the joker in a story for a video game that could be really really cool yeah well, I guess with the right. other Batman games, it's basically been a swerve where one person's supposed to look like the villain, but the villain is actually just the Joker again. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. let me get my cat out of here. She's freaking out. Go ahead. This is why you don't invite your pets to do your podcast, guys. She's tired of all the Batman talk, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. She's like, this, he keeps saying bats, but I don't see any bats. Like, I, I've got nothing to go on here. All right. Um, another question I had with these Batman games, because I guess we're going to spend a lot of time here, because, man, not much to talk about today. Um, no. With this reboot, um, with Rocksteady getting away from their Batman universe, which is you know, critically acclaimed and fucking awesome, and then right. Warner Brothers staying inside the Batman universe, whether it's a uh, Arkham reboot or if it is somehow a con- continuation between Origins and Asylum. 
do these games need to exist alongside of each other within like the same universe? Do they need to have some continuity just for the fans to be like, oh yeah, these are Batman games and they line up this way and have a great story? Because with the with Arkham Origins and the other Rocksteady Arkham games, Rocksteady largely ignores Arkham Origins in any chance that they get where Arkham Origins isn't right. even included in the Return to Arkham collection, the Rocksteady collection. Um, they just don't acknowledge that or the Origins Blackgate mobile um, portable games. Oh, I forgot about Blackgate. That, yeah, and to be fair, I'm a huge Arkham fan. I have never played those games outside of press events. Like I just haven't touched them at all. Because um, they hear they're terrible. If you hadn't said it, I probably would have completely forgot about it. Yeah. So there's um, the, the other Batman games. But to there. answer your question, no, I don't think that they need to, but I would almost bet that in some way they do. Do you think that's a Warner Brothers call? They're like, hey, we can't yeah, have these exist absolutely. from each other because we're going to use one to sell the other kind of thing? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because Rocksteady, I mean, Rocksteady did the, the core Batman games, right? They did right. Asylum, City, and Night. And now they're going to do the Suicide Squad game. Well, there's nothing stopping them from incorporating Suicide Squad with the three games that they made. But now Rocksteady, or not Rocksteady, um, Montreal is working on, you know, the new Batman game. Warner Brother has the controlling factor here, right? Mm. They could be like, look, if you want to make it part of Asylum series or the Arkham series, you got to include this game in that. Like, don't just overshadow us like you did with the past two games we did. Right. Like, make it make it cohesive so everything just kind of works together and flows. What if this Suicide Squad game takes place in the Rocksteady Arkham universe, though, and sets up the next Arkham Batman game? I mean, I could see that. But at the same time, I don't think Rocksteady would take that chance. Mm-hmm. Because Rocksteady's already built a solid foundation with the Batman games, right? Yeah. And they're doing a whole new multi-character focused story-based game with the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So they, they, they would... It's two totally different games, right? Yeah. Because you're not going to have the same kind of gameplay. You're not going to have the same kind of storytelling. You might get it in the same universe, but I don't think that they use it to launch the next Arkham game. If they're smart, they'll use this as a stepping stone for the next whatever game, Suicide Squad or Injustice, uh, Justice League game, something like that. I, yeah, I think I agree with that too, because I don't think there's any way this can exist in those games, in the in that universe, right. and I don't think... I think that's that that would take more planning than what has actually gone on with Rocksteady because it doesn't sound like this was the first thing they jumped on right after the Batman game. Because it sounds no, like no, 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 no. yeah, because this didn't go into development until like 2016, 2017, um, instead of right after 2015 when Arkham Knight came out. So it sounds like there was some time in between yeah. there, where they probably workshopped some yeah. other stuff. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they have to put that in that universe because also the other thing i don't think that warner brothers would have two different batman universe games running side by side of each uh -uh. other uh -uh. so it get too confusing yeah and but at the end of the day i mean batman fans are just like oh cool more batman absolutely thank you i'll have more please yeah i guess that's true and that's what i want well, dc fans in general dc fans in general are like oh great more dc games great more dc games yeah because but we, i think we it'd be wins. cool to do suicide squad 
and then their next game would be like a Justice League, and then do Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. I th- I'd be cool with that three game plan. I'd be totally fine with that. You know what I mean? Do you, you don't and think? Then go ahead. You go back and forth. I think that would set up set up Suicide Squad to set up the uh, Justice League game, and then set up the Justice League game to set up the confrontation between both you know both parties. What if it's not a confrontation? Instead of doing like the league, instead of doing like the League of Doom or something. Sure. But what if it is just another big bad where, let's say, Darkseid shows up for the third game, and they got to work. And together. they have to work together. Yeah, and you have a big games of service like Destiny, and you have to choose your hero faction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> at that point, they're going the way of Marvel and Capcom. Yeah, they're just teaming up to do the same thing, and I, I don't think they would do that. I think if anything, they would give fans what they want and pit them against each other, and you could choose almost like a. a good versus evil playthrough you play through the good side you're on the justice league side you play through the evil side you're playing through the suicide squad side and you could pick and play that way it'd be interesting but the only way to get the full experience of the story is to play both sides okay okay going back to something you said a bit ago you didn't you don't think this suicide squad game plays plays like the old batman games i don't think so i think it's going to be a, a different combat style a different storytelling i think it's going to be a whole new platform for rocksteady okay i could be wrong i could be wrong yeah i'm gonna throw out that this game plays a lot like those games because i i feel like with the suicide squad Even you with have the different characters yeah so i feel like the different characters are going to be different parts of batman and catwoman from those games so i think your female like i think if you're playing as harley quinn you're gonna play a lot like catwoman with a less like martial art combat Jumping, a little more with, that, with, with, with less martial arts and more weapons yeah and then i think if you're playing as somebody like killer croc you might be smashing stuff like batman but slower or you know king shark or somebody um you know what i mean and then i think like there's if you're captain boomerang you've got the gadgets that batman would feature in his games i think it's just a mix of like all of those parts of what batman and catwoman do individually that you're splitting up into six different heroes now and it's a lot of that play style i just don't know if this is because with the Suicide Squad, I assume you're playing different characters. So I don't know if it's run I, around I in would, a squad. I, of... You would think so. Yeah. Because but... the Suicide Squad is a group of people. It's not like a Batman game where there's Batman and maybe Robin or Batman and maybe Catwoman or something. Mm-hmm. This, is a whole group squad of, this is what, anywhere between four and six people? Something like that, yeah. But I, ho- I don't know, because I'm trying to wrap my head around, like, is this a single player experience where I get to choose which uh, hero I get for which character you want to play as. Yeah. Or do I get like a squad of four where I'm rotating between these characters like Marvel ultimate Alliance or something, or is it a multiplayer experience? Like we're seeing with the Avengers game where I can play as Harley Quinn, but someone can join in as King shark and play alongside me through missions. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I, I, I pick it up what you're putting down. And my fear is that the way games are going with games of service and online playability and structuring games to play longer with friends, that this is going to end up looking like the Avengers game, maybe not in gameplay feel or weird, funny looking characters. Um, But in terms of character build out and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I do do think that that we do have a situation where we get a, a game where it's like, yeah, you can play it with up to three of your friends and... You can unlock skins for your characters. You run through instead of being the dedicated single-player open-world game that Rocksteady has been doing with the last couple games they did. Which I'd right. I'd I'd like that more. I'd wish if if anyone can be left alone to do their own single-player thing. I hope Rocksteady is one of those 
developers that is like, okay, you develop good yeah. ass single player games, keep it. Keep doing it. Now, let me ask you this. Go ahead. How mad are you going to be if this thing turns out to be like a Streets of Rage kind of game? <laughs> if it's a, a side scroller beat em up game? <laughs> yeah. I probably. But like full 3D. That would be fucking tough because like, I don't like those kinds of games. Which is why I asked the question. I know. I would probably <laughs> still play because it's Rocksteady and it's characters that I like. And it's probably a story right. I want to find out about. Oh. But that would, I don't that see that be, happening. No. It was just a question I yeah. wanted to. I mean, that to would get be your opinion on. I mean, there's a, there's ways that this game can disappoint me, and definitely the multiplayer Avengers take on the game would disappoint me. And then the Streets of Rage bullshit thing you just gave me that would disappoint me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would just ruin it for me completely. I bet. Um, before we move on, I want to ask a few more questions for you. Nine race on Batman. Yeah, go ahead. You didn't finish Night, right? Uh, I didn't 100% it and okay. get the, the true ending. I did finish the game. Okay. I just never got the, the true ending with all the riddles and the Joker ending and all that stuff. Gotcha. Where, where are you but I, I have seen it, so I do know what happens. Where do you come down on the Batmobile? Okay. So I like what Rocksteady has done with the Batmobile. Okay. Right. I love that it's like a, a, a combat tank slash race car, right? Okay. I think what they did in night was just exactly what they needed to do. Don't make it any further than that. <laughs> no more no more than this. Because it was it was a well balanced, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't so much that you felt that they were trying to cram it down your throat, but there was just enough of it to be like, okay. I don't mind doing this over and over again if I have to a couple times because the races I just did sucked or the challenge mission that I'm trying to complete to, you know, earn upgrade points was more difficult mm. than I expected it to be versus some games where they're like, no, you have to do this and we're going to make it ridiculously difficult and you're going to hate it the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the Valkyrie fights in God of War. Now, I mean, those were still fun. I had a lot of good fun with those they're fun but my god are they hard they're they're complicated they're difficult um for me i love i love arkham knight i love i actually love the inclusion of the batmobile i get why people think right. it's too much and i get why people are like oh i can't believe i have to fucking why how does the riddler have these <laughs> means to make this race <laughs> like, yeah what the fuck's going it doesn't, on <laughs> it, it didn't logistically make sense in my opinion yeah but, but at the same whatever. time i i earlier in the game i fought a man who turned himself into a crocodile whatever you know I'm well, in that's that part of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, my suspension of disbelief gone. You know, I I can I can buy this. Um, I guess that's true. But for me, I I don't know because the Batmobile was largely the big thing that Rock City brought that was new tonight. And I'm trying to think about right. like, what is the thing that Suicide Squad has that is new. And I gotta think it's probably the change in character dynamic where they're like oh you can take four different members of the suicide squad with you whenever you want um and i hope or at least you could take two and you can always have at least two and switch between them mm-hmm. i wonder if it's the thing like how gta 5 worked where you could switch between different characters and one of, they always existed in the world at the same time um, but they're in different places at different times different places different times they'll have different missions to complete and eventually you guys link yeah. up together when enough missions are completed i'd be fine with that 
I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Because even in GTA 5, there's some missions where everybody did stuff together, right? Yep. yep. So I, I could see that happening, where you're playing as Harley Quinn, trying to, you know, bust a bank or something, and then you switch over and you're dead shot trying to do, you know, whatever. You're trying to steal different pieces of, like, intel yeah. to find Justice League, or get Justice League people there. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'd like that a lot, actually. Um, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, so I wonder what Rocksteady's thing is going to be for next gen. Because these are next gen games, obviously. There's, if these are 2022 yeah, yeah, games, yeah. it's PS5, Xbox Series S, X. Um, now let me ask you, maybe a controversial question. What's your favorite Batmobile, Mine? My favorite Batmobile? Yeah. Like, out of all the Batmobiles. Sure, yeah. The Michael Keaton Batmobile. Okay, that's a great one. The Lincoln. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just absolutely love it. Why do you like that it's one simple. So it's simple and it's got it, it, it's more advanced than it looks. You know, it's what got I mean? Michael Keaton in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got Michael Keaton in it. That's what matters. Yeah. No, I like it because it's simple and it's got all these features that you do not expect it to have. Mm-hmm. Unlike, say, take the tumbler. Don't. It's dare. big. It's huge. It's bulky. You expect it to have all this technological advancement because it looks like a giant technological tank kind of thing. Yeah. Right. With Michael Keaton's, it doesn't look like anything special. It just looks like this weird car with a jet turbine strapped to it. That can't parallel park anywhere. I'm not even sure how it no, turns. So he, it, it's it's 24 foot long. I mean, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a boat. <laughs> it's a boat. It's definitely a boat. But but it, can it, I just genuinely like that one? Can it break out into a small motorcycle? Yes, actually. No, it can't. <laughs> the hell I can't. I've seen the 89 Batman movie more times, times than I can count. It never broke into a fucking psych motorcycle. You didn't watch Returns. I did watch Returns. It I goes down that narrow hallway. It shoots off the outside wheels and has just the turbine and the front and rear wheel. I guess I haven't seen that movie nearly as many times. It goes through a really tiny movie. narrow alleyway that's just wide enough for the driver in the cockpit. He blows off the side panels, loses the outside tires, the inside rear tires close in together, mm-hmm. and the front tires come in together. And it makes this really skinny, almost like goofy-ass, pencil-thin motorcycle car. But it's not a motorcycle. It might as well be. <laughs> um, that movie used to scare me. Danny DeVito used to be scary to me as a child. Oh, dude, Danny DeVito as the Penguin is a horrifying thing to see. Yeah. Even Michelle Pfeiffer. But he did it so well. Uh, that that's my favorite Catwoman right there. Well, I mean, there's only been like three on-screen Catwoman. Uh, Eartha Kitt, mm-hmm. Halle Berry, and uh, don't don't Michelle you Piper. dare, don't you dare say Halle Berry in this conversation. We're having a nice Batman Why? talk. She was, and you're gonna bring up Halle Berry. You said there was only three on-screen. I don't recognize that Catwoman. Movie. I, well, I don't recognize who I don't know who the third one would be then. Anne Hathaway. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about her. <laughs> I can't believe you remembered Halle Berry but forgot Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I've only seen that movie one time. What a what a fucking shit show. <laughs> I've seen Returns, I don't know how many times, at least two or three dozen. That's my favorite Catwoman. 
She's pretty great. I love the suit. I love everything about it. Yeah. I like how it gets torn up throughout the movie. She doesn't have to, like it's just like, oh, that's yeah. how it goes. I mean, it's not well built. Um, no, I mean it's just, I mean it's just patchwork leather. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at it. My favorite Batmobile probably is the Tumbler. I just like. Yeah, well, I, mean, I like the Tumbler. I kind of knew that already. Yeah, but I will throw out as a honorable mention and maybe my second favorite, um, which might be controversial, is the Batman from Batman Forever or the Batmobile from Batman Forever. Oh God, the glow in the dark one. Yep, I like that one a lot. Oh, <laughs> I hate that one. You gotta remember, I hate that one. That came out when I was, you know, a kid. You know, I was five years old, and that was like the Batmobile toy I had first. And I was like, man, look at this. This thing looks so fucking cool with its big ass wheel wells and its two fins coming off the back of it, and it's got the blue webbing that looks oh, glowy God. and stuff. And you could put I your hate nice that Batmobile. You could put your George Clooney figure right in there. <laughs> I, I literally thought you were gonna say. The Arkham Knight one because I like the Arkham Knight one a lot. That one's fine. It's, it's fine. like the it's the Arkham Knight one for me is like the perfect balance between the Keaton and the Tumbler. Yeah, I agree with that because it's 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 a technological powerhouse, mm-hmm. but it's still simple in its overall basic design, right? It's a skinny Tumbler. It still looks like a car, right? Yeah. yeah. It's still bigger than everybody else's car because you could just trance right <laughs> over top of stuff, but. Um. All right. God, I can't believe you like the. Oh, I do. I do Clooney like the Mobile. Batman Forever Batmobile. I, I I I like that one more than people should. <laughs> and it's got those terrible hubcaps that are the Batmo the Bat symbol. <laughs> on the on the on the hubcaps. It's such a janky looking car. It's so bad, dude. <laughs> which one was oh. the uh, Which one was the Val Kilmer one? So Val the so Batman and Robin. Val Kilmer was Batman. Forever. That's George Clooney. Yeah. No, are we backwards? Is yeah. Clooney no, first? Batman and Robin is George Clooney because okay. that's uh, that's uh, Uma Thurman and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That one's Batman and Robin. Mister Freeze. That's Batman and Robin. And what's her face is Alfred's niece, Alicia Silverstone. Um, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. <laughs> Batman knowledge today. Val Kilmer right? was Batman Forever with. Jim Carrey and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is and Chris, o- and Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what that's Batman the one you like. Tonight. Yeah, I do like that. I like Batman Forever. It's terrible, but I like it. It's can't be fun. God, I hate that movie. Oh yeah, I mean it's bad, but I I enjoy it. Oh, God. Um, what was your question? What did you just say? I don't remember. Oh, fuck. I was gonna. I had a point. I was gonna say there. Oh, the uh, other Batmobile. It's kind of the same, but it's got. Some red on it, the Batman and Robin. Batman oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're similar, but it is different. Yeah, I think it's a convertible too. Uh, it does have the top that slides off and comes off. Yeah, it like slides completely back, and then Clooney hits a button and it pops completely off. Mm, yeah, just just like that. Um, so just just for funs here, I mean we're having fun anyway, having fun talking about Batman. Um, oh, yeah. What other superheroes need a AAA game? Because you know, we, okay. I saw this on the sheet for this week's notes, and I'm like thinking about this and thinking about this and thinking about this and thinking about this, and I'm like, I can't think of any one hero that needs to have his his or her own dedicated game, right? Because mm-hmm. they tried to do Superman, and it was terrible. Spider-Man was a great success, but 
when you stop and think about it, the Spider-Man and Batman games play very similarly. Sure, and, Sp- and that Spider-Man game wasn't the first Spider-Man game either, so they've, they've had no, chances and ways they've to had, learn. <laughs> they've had success with past Spider-Man games. Yep. And they've had some success, not good success, <laughs> with some previous Batman games. Yeah. Not nearly as much as the Spider-Man games, but... I mean, the Arkham games, of course, but... The Arkham games, I mean, in the past were great, but before the Arkham games, there there were bad Batman games. That and is that true. was it. That is true. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about it, and I'm thinking Hulk had his game, and it was a lot of fun. It wasn't the greatest game, but it was a lot of fun. Okay. If I was going to give any other superhero another run for his own dedicated game, I would do the Hulk. Okay. Again. Just because. And just I mean, kind of. With. With those games, it just smash stuff and beat stuff up, and there's not a, little, a lot of ways you can go wrong with that, right? Well, you can't really go wrong with it, but you could, you could evolve into the different versions of Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. So you could start with, uh, you know, Bruce Banner becoming the Hulk, hating himself, trying to fix it, and then becoming Smart Hulk by the end of the game and just accepting his fate. Smart Hulk kind of deal. <laughs> I that's it. that's how I would approach it. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I would like a Shazam game. Ooh, I never thought about that. I would like to play in open cool. world Philadelphia, and you get to run around as like a 15-year-old kid, and you pick up missions and show up as Shazam and have whatever limited time to beat up stuff as Shazam. You have to turn back to the kid or something. Or you get, you know, now, you can handle missions now, two ways. Go ahead. Would you like it to be Shazam as singular or shazam as in each different person has the different powers i like just just as shazam not not the end of the like the movie where all the kids get the powers just billy batson just billy batson so the all-in-one package yep that's what i want okay and i want that guy from chuck to do the voice i forgot his name uh zachary levi there you go i want him to be the the shazam (laughs) dude I, i tell you what when I first found out, I was like, that's not going to work. And then I saw the movie, and he did a fantastic job. He's like, awesome. He was the perfect fit for it. He is awesome in that movie. I'm really excited about whatever comes next. Even the kid that got to play Billy Batson as a kid did a really good job. Yeah. I, I, thought, I think Shazam, fantastic movie. Oh, it's a great movie. It's one of the best DC movies by far. DC Universe movies, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of Batman movies, you know, come before that. Uh, let's not get carried Maybe away even here. Batman Forever. <laughs> that movie's straight trash. It's not it. great. It is not a good movie, but I do that enjoy movie it. Is... You know what? I gotta know. You keep talking. I'm gonna look up what their freaking Rotten Tomatoes score is on that movie. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm not interested. Oh, we're gonna find out. Go ahead and look it up. I'm gonna introduce the next topic here. Go ahead. In a related way, we're getting uh, the DC fandom on October, uh, October's uh, August 22nd, right? And yeah. someone who's confirmed to be there, or at least in whatever this virtual presence is, is that guy who makes those posters you see, and then people on Facebook share them, saying, like, I can't believe they're making this movie. And his name is Boss Logic. Boss Logic yeah, Boss put, Logic does a lot of those things. A lot of posters. He's even been contracted to do a lot of stuff now, too. He did the um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla poster for their official uh-huh. live stream for it. Um, he does, you know, he gets a lot of work. But he does make a lot of like concept tr- posters, but like, hey, wouldn't this thing be cool? And then people on Facebook are yeah. like, look at this real thing. And it's not. 
Now he well, now yeah. he's got that dangerous edge where he is actually being contracted to work on stuff. I guess but that's he true. still is a fan and posting his own works. So now people are starting to take it as a serious thing. Yeah, there is precedent to believe that whatever he puts out is real now. Um, right. So recently he was confirmed to be at DC Fandom, which is happening again on the 22nd. And uh-huh. he put up two posters recently, which are very interesting. And if you're hanging out in chat, I'm going to switch over so we can look at these like I did with the other stuff. Actually, I don't have them pulled up. Let me do this. I already looked at them before clicking beforehand. Anyway, this is for so while you're go ahead, go while ahead. you're bringing that up, I'm going to ask you: Which movie do you think has a worse score, Batman Ooh. Forever or Batman and Robin? If I had to guess, it's Batman and Robin because that that movie is actual trash and no, not it, single, it is a train wreck. Not a single part of that movie is, or anyone in that movie is trying to make it better by doing anything that they're doing. Um, right. It it just seems like everybody knows that movie's bad and they're okay with it. So I'm going to say that correct. one. I'm correct? Okay. Whew. Thank God. Neither one has a very reputable score either way. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Nipples on Batman. just. You got to know where they are, man. They're important. It's not a good idea. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. So what do we got? What are those scores then? All right. So Batman and Robin comes in at a whopping 11%. I was going to guess 11, okay. With a with a 28% metacritic fan review. And then Batman Forever Rotten Tomato score of 39%. 39, okay. With a metacritic of 51%. Hey, hey, bad. Still a terrible ass movie though. <laughs> it's not good. And what's uh. funny is I didn't know this, or I didn't remember this because I blocked it out of my brain. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Chris O'Donnell plays Robin in both movies. Yep, they got him back for the second one. I did not. I did not know that. Oh man, Chris O'Donnell—he's so cool in that first movie. Of course, you're gonna have him back. At least his, at least his first movie suit was red and green, like it should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with the second movie, they made everything kind of blue and silver to match the uh, yeah Mr. the Freeze theme stuff. of uh, Mr. Freeze. Yep. Oh God, anyway, trash. let's look. I'm looking at, and if you're in chat, thanks for handing out. We're looking at the Injustice Three posters that Boss Logic has made. Now, again, mm-hmm. he has been confirmed to be at DC Fandom. NetherRealm hasn't said anything about Injustice Three, but Boss Logic's Boss Logic is going ahead and teasing what Injustice Three might look like and who might be in it. And you said earlier you looked at these, right? Yeah, I've got it pulled up on my phone now. So I'm looking at the first one that just says Injustice 3. And what you can see, if anyone's watching along in you as as well, um, this is clearly a clock. Now, a a big theme in in Watchmen is clocks and the doomsday clock. And uh, Dr. Manhattan is the son of a a watchmaker, watch repairman. Um, Off Mm -hmm. to the left, also, you can see the smiley face button that is... um, For the comedian. For the comedian, right. So this big Watchmen vibes where, and he's saying Injustice and the E is replaced with a three, Injustice three. Yep. Again, also, Which I actually really like. I normally don't like it when they do stuff like that. The but this one just looks clean and, and well done. And I really, really like that. Right. I do. I do think this is cool. And I appreciate Boss Logic for giving us something neat to look at. Now, that was yesterday. Today, he posts another poster, which is... A lot of the same image, 
but now it's brightened up. And now there's clearly a man in the middle of it who is sporting yep. the logo on his head for Dr. Manhattan. And I guess he looks a little mm-hmm. blue, but it's a little, the whole thing is kind of grayed out. So now uh, it's kind of blurish tinted on my phone. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't tweet any words with this one. It only is a emoji of a clock and emoji of a smiley face, which again, the smiley face for the comedian, the clock being representation, uh, representative of themes for Watchmen. Now, again, could all be teases. Of course, could all be just boss logic being like, you know what? I'm just, uh, I'm having fun. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to do some extra stuff that could be cool. But it is kind of the the timing on it is pretty suspicious, right? Yeah, we're twelve days out from injustice for uh, sorry um, DC fandom, and we're getting teases from Rocksteady already last week, and now this week could this week be the Injustice three reveal before a full reveal at um, DC fandom? Maybe could be. What are your thoughts on that Injustice? Uh, I, do we need another Injustice game is my question. Did you not like to? I didn't play enough of it to really sink my teeth into it. I really enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, I just never I never got around to picking up. I played okay. a little bit of it, but not a lot. I like the second one a lot. Um, it yeah. is a little long in the tooth for the story. It's just like it kind of drags on for a long time, and you're like, okay, did I think they, it should have ended. Did they pick up where the first one left off? Um, well, the first one, or did they just kind of, did they just kind of wrap that up in a nice, neat little bow and start with a whole new story arc? They, I'm trying to remember how this because the first went. one was um, the first one is a lot about the Flashpoint paradox, the Flashpoint paradox, and Soup's going crazy and killing the Joker, right? This one, this one, it, it has, it, the characters are the same from this first story, and they remember what's going on. This one, I mm-hmm. think, is this the one with Superman where he's in jail? Or is that a different cartoon I'm thinking of? I don't remember. Um, I mean, this I'd one. I'd love to be able to help you, but I yeah. don't know because I didn't play two. I want to look it up, see what the plot, and sorry for the typing, everybody, Justice 2. I'll say if I do it on my phone, it's at least quiet. Nope, don't worry about it. Um, okay, that's not what I wanted. Just give me the fucking wiki. There we go. Centered around Batman is in his attempt to restore society after the fall of Superman's regime. Come on, load. Thank you. Uh, Zorel's infant cows. Yada, yada, yada. Batman and Robin attempt to stop the regime after rounding up the Arkham Asylum inmates. Cyborg and Wonder Woman. Batman fights Supes. Fails to dissuade him from continuing his extreme measures. Finding Superman more in line with the League of Assassins. Robin joins the regime. Victor Zaz as a show of trust. Uh, he executed Zaz as a show of trust. Yeah. Uh, five years after the fall. Attempting to rebuild society. When a new faction called The Society, composed of villains spearheaded by Gorilla Grodd, emerges, seeks global dominance, Batman's forced to send his allies back, Black Canary, Green Arrow, from Parallel Universe and Harley Quinn to combat them in the slaughter, slaughter swamp. So yeah, it sounds like the, the the society is the main focal point behind this one. Yeah, and Superman's regime and all that goodness. 
Yeah. Basically, they're just like, we're making Superman evil, and then Brainiac shows up. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's Batman, Batman's greatest fear, right? Superman, Superman deciding, like, hey, yeah, he's basically like, um, fuck it, I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> because These guys are a bunch of pissants. Get yeah. out of my way. That That is that is Batman's greatest, one of his greatest fears, I imagine. Um, so the question, do we need Injustice 3? Probably not, but... I, I think the stories are fun. I think what they do with those characters are fun. I'm interested to see how they introduce the Watchmen into this world. And I know they're doing some comic book crossover stuff recently that I haven't read, but maybe they'll pull from that. But I think it's kind of difficult to add Dr. Manhattan to a DC story when he's basically a god and probably stronger than Superman. Well, you know, every time we say that, Superman comes out on top. Fair. I, well... I mean, he's DC's golden boy. The only person he's he can DC's lose to. Golden boy. The only person he can lose to without it, it affecting credibility or losing money is Batman. Batman. <laughs> right. So if that's you only have, because Batman's the smartest man in the world. Smartest man in the world. So you have this giant, I mean, he can be giant if he wants, this blue man come at people, um, Superman. Can you let, you know, Dong hanging Dr. Manhattan beat up Superman? <laughs> Something tells me they won't have dong hanging in this. Oh, come on. It's a majority blue... game. <laughs> He'll have blue shorts on. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, he does wear the blue underwear in the movie and TV show sometimes. But a lot of times, um, he's just like, I don't care. And dong's out. I mean, I'm in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Dr. Manhattan. He does what he wants. Um, I mean, I do like that they take liberties. Uh, they take a lot more liberties with with the injustice games than they would with like a, a main story game for like mm. Batman or the suicide squad, for instance. So it, it could definitely open up to be a more entertaining storyline than if they were trying to do just a watchman game. Gotcha. Yeah. I, so I, I mean, go ahead. And I mean, the injustice fighting is just mortal Kombat with DC characters. Yeah. Done correctly. I, I, I think it's pretty good though. Right. Yeah, it's solid. It's not like Mortal Kombat versus DC, which we won't talk about. Terrible game. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd still like to see Injustice 3. I, if if the Watchmen are in it somehow, I, I imagine that... And I, I don't want to say that Dr. Manhattan's more of a pacifist than he's not. Because um, dude already knows what the future is going to be. and. Yeah, I mean, it is all things. Yeah, so it'd be interesting if he's just if he is there as a fighter, but during the story, he's just like, "There's no point in me fighting you because I already know that I don't." What? (laughs) What if? And and here's the thought: What if, say, the Watchmen are in it, and what if it's because I just looked it up um, at the end of Injustice Two, they put uh, soups in the Phantom Zone cosmic prison. So you are correct. That is that storyline. What if Watchmen are introduced because Osmandium is trying to break Superman out of the Phantom Zone? Ooh, if Osmandius could break out Superman from the Phantom That'd be interesting. I'd be interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be and then we have that whole collaboration between, all right, well, my, you know, you got Dr. Manhattan saying, all right, well, I don't want to interfere because if I interfere, it's all over. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just bring it down to you guys. Here's some people that I know that could, could potentially help you. And he introduces you to like, um, Silk Spectre and, uh, the comedian to start with. 
Yeah. Okay. Or even Rorschach. People like Rorschach. Or, you know, Rorschach. I love Rorschach. But Rorschach's like, you know, everybody's favorite from the Watchmen. Yeah. So they're like, we save him for the, the really climactic part and introduce him there. You might need to save him from his own fucking comic book before you put him in the game. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Otherwise, he's not going to make it. Um, and I wish he's in, not going to make it. If, if I had my choice, I'd like to see some from the TV show make it in there also. I haven't watched the TV show yet. Did you they need... introduce new characters? Oh, yeah. It's, it's the continuation cool. of the book. Oh, oh, oh. And you know what? So it's you... after after the, the, the graphic novel and the movie. Yep. Yep. Cool. You should watch I'll have it. To, I'll have to watch that now. Do you have so much time up there in New York after work and stuff? Fucking put it That's on. That's true. Just watch it while you're there. God, it's so That's good. That's true. And there's only I nine episodes. I HBO here. Yeah, ask him. Or even... I'll find out. I guess you probably don't have a smart TV. Upcharge the room. Yeah. <laughs> Upcharge the room, baby. Work's paying for it. Um. All right. That's our thoughts on Injustice Three. I, I hope it's a thing, and I, I wouldn't be mad if it's not. But I, it just it, we're in this cycle between Mortal Kombat and Injustice, where it's Injustice's turn. So it wouldn't when, when when was the last Injustice? It was before Mortal Kombat Eleven, right? Yep. Yeah. So we're due for an Injustice, right? On on the, based on that rotation. Let's move on to the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Blocks. teases. Now, have you seen any of this stuff? I have not. I just I read this on the notes and I was like, there's stuff being teased. Oh, the only thing I know about is the Doritos thing and the Mountain Dew thing. All right, the Doritos thing everybody knows about. Doritos bag comes out. It's got the Black Ops Cold War logo on it. Everyone goes, oh my god, Black Ops Cold War is happening. And yeah, because we've been talking about it for fucking ever. Recently, and I think maybe a week or two weeks ago, they mailed Activision did um, black crates to different um, Call of Duty YouTubers and some press, right? How come we didn't get one, Gage? <laughs> I didn't want one of these. After I figured out, figured out what was in them, I didn't want one. I'm glad I didn't get one. <laughs> um, so they mail, they mail out these crates, and they say, don't open until August 10th at noon, Eastern Time. And from what I can tell, everybody went along with that and didn't open it until today, um, when we're recording this on August 10th. And inside the box are projectors from the 1950s and projection slides. Let me guess, Cold War stuff on the slides. Well, on the slides are like little codes and coordinates that you have to that you have to like turn on Black Ops 4 to find different maps to decipher what's going on with They the did an AR game it's with a, a 50s projector. Yeah, it's a big old ARG and everyone's like um this is oh a, my a lot God. of work. So yeah, you have to have like you have to have the coordinates or you have to have the slides up. You have to shine them over like Black Ops 4 stuff like cuz they updated some of the maps to reflect these things going out. So you have to shine them over different televisions on in that game to get exactly what it means. And eventually it leads everybody to a website that is just a TV. Um, it's an old phone and two um, chess pieces, two pawns. And the date and the website says August 14th at 12 PM, which everybody thinks, so Friday. Is, which everyone thinks is the reveal. Now there was a streamer. His name is Noah J. He spent like three hours trying to decipher all of this bullshit to figure out, to get to this website. So he gets to this website and then he gets there and he tells everybody, 
August 14th, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We're getting the trailer. Activision responds to him and goes, no, this is just step one in our way of teasing the game. So August 14th is just another like puzzle to this ARG. And I'm, <laughs> you're teasing teases now. Now we're not even at the point where we have announcements for announcements, which you already, we already don't like. But we're having yeah. teases for announcements that are just teases for other announcements for announcements. Yeah. So now we're like four levels deep in teasing announcements through ARGs, turning on different The Inception games. train has got to slow down on this shit. I guess. I'm going to have yeah. an aneurysm. It's, it, it's just too much. So are, are announcements for announcements or does is this too much? Does this seem like too much for a video game, even one as big as Call of Duty? Okay, so if they were just doing the crates with all this shit that the YouTubers had to get together and decipher, right? Right. That's one thing. That would have been cool. Like, hey, you've got... Don't even tell them they've got four days. Just they're smart enough to figure it out, right? Right. And they figure out, in four days, we're going to get the trailer. That's fine. But not four days and then you're going to get more teaser information. That's bullshit. Like, that's just too much work. It's too much work. I mean, the dude devoted just three hours for this. On stream. On a stream. I mean, granted, you know, he's making content, whatever, and he does Call of Duty stuff, so it's not like a big loss. For yeah, him or I guess. He might have not done anyway. But it just it just seems like too much, in my opinion. Um, And I get that, yeah. like, I get it, it's Call of Duty, but, like, when it comes to video games and their self-importance, that it seems like this is the right thing to do. And just at the end of the day, fans and even me included are like, I, I don't have time to fucking read all this shit and like try and piece it together. Because even when it's being reported, it's so convoluted and disgusting that mm-hmm. the, the sometimes the facts just aren't all fully straight anyway. I'm not getting exactly what I wanted to see. I, I'm just trying to read. I'm just trying to consume like 30 seconds of information and move on. But I can't do yeah. that because you have made this convoluted insane ARG um, to try and figure out what's going on with the next Call of Duty game. And at this point, the game's been leaked so much, just show us the trailer. Just give us a trailer already. Just why are, We why know are it's we... called Cold War. We know it's Black Ops. Just Yeah, they've just, even announced just on... drop it. They even announced on Earnings Call who's working on it. It's Treyarch and Raven. We we know the like the ins and outs of what's going on with the game. We just want to fucking see it now. Right. So at what point do you just like, all right, well, we got to throw our self-importance away here and we just got to communicate with our fans. Here's our game. Here it is. And it's, I don't know if you know this, August. And we haven't seen the next Call of Duty game. Call of Duty is... No, usually we see it at E3 and it's out in November. Yeah, they, the release, the release, the, the announcement train for Call of Duty has historically been announced in May, show up at E3. Trailer in May, trailer in E3. That's always how it is. And now we're, it's August 10th and we have seen right. nothing from this game other than leak logos in this ARG mess, you know? Yeah. Where's this game? It's now? just, uh... oh, God. Wait, it's just, just, where is it? Where's, where's everyone's call of duty? Where's it at? Where we need it? it. Tell us. Show um, it to us. So I think that's too much. And I, I think whatever this Friday thing is, if it's not some kind of concrete information to walk away from, 
Fans are going to be real mad. I think they're mad now, but I think it's just a good way to get people to stop caring. But even then, I think if those people stop caring then, I don't think that's going to prevent them from not caring when the actual trailer is out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah. like, no, I got you. They're complaining because they're not seeing like, it look, now, but when they do see it, you, they're fine. They jerked us around this long. Why do we care about their game now? Right. So, go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, you're, you're, I'm just, just sighing like, oh, at the stupidity that is this whole thing. So, if this game still hasn't been announced now, and it's not announced this week, and we're, what, three months away from potential release scheduled release for call of duty does this game come out this year you know i'm starting to think probably not i'm starting to think maybe not also i'm thinking maybe like quarter one how much marketing time do they need for this fucking thing well they might be planted on the safe side too because they don't maybe they don't necessarily know know how much is going to be finished by the time initial launch would have happened right okay that makes sense. Because everybody's working from home. It's harder to play test that way. It's harder to get immediate feedback that way. So maybe they're just doing this to, to hold out as long as they can. Right. Okay. And uh, my next question for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. If this game's not involved with Warzone, is it dead oh, on it arrival? Is. Right. But what if it's not? What if it just somehow isn't? I don't know that it will be on launch, but I think it will be shortly after. I think we talked about this already, didn't we? Maybe a little bit. I mean, we we kind of recycle some stuff when new information comes to light. But I I don't think it's dead on arrival because it's still it'll still have classic multiplayer, right? I assume so. And a lot of people still play that, but a lot of the younger crowd is looking for that Warzone type fix. Uh, fix. They need that next, that next uh, new thing, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. And we did. I think we did discuss this because I said I bet it comes with a new map. That's how they introduced the new map for Warzone. Gotcha. Okay. I I think It'd be cool if it was the USSR. What if they just blow up the map and call it the Cold War? Like <laughs> this is, if the Cold War happens, this is what would happen. Boom. Yep. Um, I do think it, it has Warzone components, and I think it's going to be heavily involved with Warzone in some capacity. And whether that is yeah. actual Black Ops content or characters from Black Ops making it into Warzone or weapons from you know, making it into Warzone, something like that. I think so. Yeah. I think that'd be crazier than not to do. Um, again, I guess the big question is just when, not if. Yeah. It's hard to say. And the other um, question is, when does Black Ops Cold War actually come out? People want their Black if Ops. We haven't seen a trailer yet. I mean, normally we would have had a trailer in the middle of June. Right. So a month and a half ago. We yeah, are almost two months ago now. And game generally launches first, second week of November, right around Veterans Day. Yeah, the normally. last couple of have come out October. But yeah, you're taking it October? Right. Yeah. The Modern Warfare, okay. and then um, I think the one before that was October. Um, Sledgehammer's game, whatever it was. Was it World War Two? Yeah. So was that the last one? When did Black Ops Four come out? Infinite Warfare <laughs> was the last one. No, World War Two. No, World War Two is not the most recent one. No, Modern Warfare is the most recent one. That's the one we're playing now. 
Uh, the, the the Modern Warfare reboot. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did we skip a developer? We Sledgehammer didn't put theirs out because Sledgehammer time. Sledgehammer did World War Two. Yep. And then Infinite Warfare came out. I think Infinite did Warfare we skip before World War Two. Was it? Yeah. Based on my rememberings of working at GameStop. I can't remember. Um, but yes, yeah, so Again, this was it was we supposed had the to tools, be. We could look it up. It was supposed to be Sledgehammer's year this year, but they got pushed off it because I think they're working on something different, or their Call of Duty game wasn't coming together, so maybe they have to restart or something. Um, so they went with Treyarch this year to get them um, with Black Ops out. Gotcha. Right. That's the whole scuttlebutt behind the Call of Duty drama. But speaking of E3, we're going to hit our last topic and then we're going to close out the show. Um, it's August 9. Yes, it is. E3 is still not over. No, it isn't. <laughs> and typically E3, for me, that week long of just information feels like a month. But now these yeah. three months of information feels like a year. And I, <laughs> I hate it. Um, what are your thoughts on this summer of E3 we've had? Uh, I think it sucked. <laughs> There's been no like good solid week of just straight good information. Right. It's been okay. Here's 45 minutes of cool information. Here's an hour and a half of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Here's 45 minutes of cool information. Here's 20 minutes of bullshit. We're not getting that consistent, just straight in your face. Okay. Here's all our stuff. Take it. Right. And run with it. Where's our action? We're getting these little bits of broke ass, miscommunicated, terrible looking trailers, good looking trailers, misguided information. I mean, it's just, it, it's, this whole summer was just boring, to be yeah. honest with you. I kind of feel the same way, where everyone, everyone knows that they have the time now to spread things out to where they don't have to impress everybody yeah. at the same time in the same week. And it's yeah. just been a drag. And I, I feel like this trip of information has really kind of soured my 2020 even further. Of course, it's just video game nonsense and bullshit. That's not, that's super insignificant to everything else going on. But even then, but someone who, you know, does this and works in this every day, it's like, Oh fuck. There's another, another event I got to cover today. Okay, nothing yep. I really cared about happened there. Let's try and find something interesting out of it. Oh, another event's happening tomorrow? Didn't even know. Oh, there's one happening right now? Son of a bitch. So it's just like this yeah. constant, always something happening, which sounds good in theory. Like, oh, there's always something video game happening. But now it's just like, oh my God, I am just worn out of the will they, won't they with Sony and Xbox, the announce the the ubisoft having a a conference and then announcing a second conference later this year the cyberpunk is having do it all at once right cyberpunks just had their second light nightwire conference today and they're having another one sometime soon to promote a game that's coming out in november and i'm like why do you need your own and it's just it's just there's so much stuff well i mean and they said when they canceled E3 this year, that E3 next year is going to look very, very different. 
Yeah. If this is the direction that they were talking about taking it, I'm not interested at all. I don't think that's like, the just, case. Hope, I don't want hope. anything to do with what happened this year. Just let's just mark 2020 off the map and start fresh Agreed. and go back to the roots of E3. Agreed. The I, I'm guessing that different experience for E3 is still the consumer focused E3 that everybody's fearing, especially people who work in the industry. They're like, oh my god, yeah. I don't want another. Packs like event where people are just trying to sell me things at every corner that I walk to. Um, but it, I, I, I gotta imagine people are finding that while making games right now probably isn't awesome, but c- delivering content in easier, more streamlined digital ways like this is probably easier and cheaper. I gotta imagine it's cheaper, of course. Um, and people might stick with yeah. that going forward and they're like, okay. I guess we don't need to have our own stage presence. Let's just be on someone else's. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I want E3 to be over. <laughs> I just, I'm tired of this slow jerk of an announcements where nothing is actually happening, where I'm seeing yeah. a ton of games that look interesting, but none of them have dates. None of them have... None of them... Half of them don't have trailers. Yeah, they don't have trailers. They don't have release windows. And I get that people don't know when their game's going to be out because of things going on. I'd rather just not well, have announcements. A lot of these are new console games, too, which we don't even know when the consoles are coming out, which That's might be why we don't have dates on a lot of this stuff, too. I think I do think that is why. But that doesn't make it any better for me. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just right. saying that that's probably why we don't have dates on a lot of these things because we don't have any we don't even have dates for the new consoles, which a lot of these games are being shown for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's tough, man. But I'm just it's rough. I am tired of the events. This yeah, is too many. Get them out. Just everybody put out a Devolverland Expo game and we'll be in good shape there you go or just do what everyone else does just send me a fucking email with the trailer <laughs> i'll read it on my own time or just just put it on youtube let me find it there yeah do whatever it's all good make it simple don't make it difficult don't make it difficult all right nine well that is a show that's the show. Anything else we want to talk about real quick um i don't think so i think um, i think that's about time too yeah, I mean we're good with the podcast time, and then I'm. Gonna, we started early. Yeah, I'm going to jump into Fall Guys and play that for a good bit, in case anyone's hanging out in the chat. Um, anybody listening to the podcast later in the week on podcast services, thank you. But also check us out twitchtv gaming. Playing some right games. On. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and stream the, today. I'm streaming fall guys wednesday i think i'm going to be streaming a little bit maybe a little bit more fall guys maybe death stranding maybe a little call of duty i don't know yet and then i'm gone thursday to monday so no one will be on the channel you're gonna be back in time monday to yep podcast yeah i'm back monday morning so okay i just want to make sure ain't worried about that but i got nothing else to talk about before i jump into a game here that sounds good to me I will let you go, and I will jump on the stream and watch it for a little bit before I head to bed here. Hell yeah, man. Well, Say, say goodnight to the kids, Gage. Goodnight, kids.